Hey, Ms. Pelletier, welcome back. Another episode of Warrior EDU podcast. Guess what? We are on episode 12 today. I cannot believe it. How are you doing? A full dozen, Dr. P. Oh my goodness. I know I'm doing good. It's a Monday, so it's a little different vibe here in the podcast session than our usual typical Friday recordings in a lot more ways than one even because we have some like really interesting and exciting guests today too that we you know kind of flipping the script here a little bit and going off off our normal our normal vibe yeah for sure i'm so excited about it and you and you brought up guests as in plural for our listeners out there we have seven people on the screen today including miss pelletier and i um so we are we're just thrilled to, to bring in this week's episode of the of warrior edu podcast and so let's just let's just jump right in huh what do you think i'm excited because you know these these guests are different than our typical teacher fellow educator guests but they're the reason why we are all here right they are the reason why we are all here. I was going to say the reason for the season, but that's, you know, pretty Christmassy and probably a dad joke. And you know. I think it's definitely a dad joke, but it's oh, okay. fitting for you, though. By the way, did you hear my joke this morning on over there? I hear your jokes every morning, and I wanted to correct you because I had a better, a better, what was the joke? Say it again. Oh, I don't remember now. It's a long time ago. Oh, no, because I had a better, a better answer. I wanted to revise it because I had a better one, but now that I can't. That was my joke, and it was a good one. And, and by the way, nobody has said that my jokes in the morning are, are dad jokes. Just throwing that out there. They're just, they're just being nice. They're just, <laughs> okay. No. Well, I'm going to take a poll. I think I'm going to take a poll, um, and we'll see what happens. So anyway, I it. want to bring in today uh, Miss Ashley Berger and Tri M from McHenry High School. How are you, Ashley? Hi, guys. I'm good. So Thanks glad for having us. Now, I'm so we're so glad you could join us today. So um, you have brought with you a number of our phenomenal students today from Tri-M. And so uh, we're just going to, first of all, go around and, and just do some quick introductions. Tell us your name. Tell us what grade you're in. And then uh, I'm going to ask somebody to just tell us, especially for our listeners who may not know, what in the world is Tri-M? <laughs> so let's do that. Uh, Jocelyn, why don't you go first? So hello, I'm Jocelyn Reyes. I'm a senior this year at East. Um, I am president of Tri-M this year and I serve along with our vice president, Mary Beth, who couldn't make it today. Um, basically Tri-M is our Honors Music Society and our focus is to bring together various music groups. So we include band and choir, which often don't, although they're music, we often don't see each other that much except for musical season. So through Tri-M, we're able to connect and then bring music out to our community through like nursing home events. Um, we have like children's music days to bring in the kids in McHenry and we just try to bring music in as much as we can. Oh my gosh, that's phenomenal. Yeah, thank so wonderful. you so much for sharing um, about what Tri-M is, because I'll be honest with you, I, you know, I've only been at the high school level for four years, and before this, I, I had no idea. I think for two years, I walked around wondering what in the world Tri-M was, so, so thank you, and I'm, I'm sure there are other people in my shoes who don't know what it, I mean, I knew, you know, but I'm sure there are other people who don't know, right, so thank you for that. Teresa, tell us who you are, dear. What's your name, and what grade level you're in, and what do you do for Tri-M? Hi, I'm Teresa Vincent. I'm a junior at West Campus and I'm part of choir. I don't have any fancy roles. I'm just here because I love music and it's my passion. That's all you need, I think. That's a great enough reason for sure. I think that's it. Hey, how about you, Joshua? 
Oh, I'm Joshua Garrett, and I'm a senior at East Campus, and I'm, an, I'm a tuba player in a lot of the bands you see here. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks for playing the tuba. Love it. And last but not least, Ariana, tell us who you are, what grade you're in, what do you play, what do you do for Tri-M? Uh, so I'm Ariana Justin. I'm a sophomore at West, and I'm in band. I, uh, I also don't have a role in Tri-M. I just like it, and I think it's fun. What do you, and what do you play? Did you tell us? I don't, I didn't hear. Uh, I play clarinet. Clarinet. Okay. I played a, the clarinet when I was in middle school and high school. I know Jocelyn does too, right? Fellow clarinets. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Teresa, Teresa, did you say what you played? I didn't hear it if you did. I'm sorry. I'm a tenor in concert choir. A, te a tenor in concert choir. So you play the voice. Yes. Mm -hmm. I played the voice as well. However, I did, I did play the flute for about a day in middle school, a day. <laughs> Only a day, you gave up after a day? It was a while longer than that. I think it was about a year and I loved it. I, st I think I still have my flute unless I passed it down to one of my kids and I enjoyed playing it. But I, you know what, we'll, maybe we'll get into this later. I think you wanna ask me about my band days from high school. And so as soon as I found out that I could also sing and play the bass guitar, I, I picked that up instead. So, and it was a different kind of music than you might be used to, I'm not sure. We'll find out. More on that to come. <laughs> Can't wait. Well, Ms. Pelletier, I mean, you are in a rock band as well called Staff Infection here in the district, right? Yeah, I mean, rock band might be a really loose term for us, but, you know, we have fun, and that's what's really important. I think that's what I'm gathering from these students here is, like, especially the ones that are just here because they love Tri-M and they love music, and I think that's so amazing, and it's something that I think a lot of us just, it makes so much of a difference in our lives, and that's why we love it so much. Mm, mm. I think that is so true. It makes such a difference in our lives. And I know that music has played such a tr significant impact on my life since I, I mean, I don't even remember when. I'm, I'm, but I remember lying on the living floor of my house when I was a teenager with my big headphones on and reading a book. And my mom, I heard her in the intermission of one of the songs as it skipped from one track to the next. My mom was on the phone and she's like, oh no, he, 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 he would much prefer to stay inside. Like almost like complaining that I never went outside, but that, that's who I was. I had the headphones on like Ariana you have on right now. And I just was listening to, I I, I know what it was. I know exactly. I remember the album. It was Sticks Paradise Theater. If, you, if you're not sure. Yes. Okay. Okay. Teresa, I got a thumbs up. Sticks Paradise Theater and uh, Foreigner 4, the fourth album from the band Foreigner. And those were my go-tos. They just did it for me. And every time I, I'm reading a book with headphones on, I, 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 just, I just remember that moment. Like, okay, I remember how I was feeling at that moment because of those songs. I remember that. It's so funny you say all of that because obviously, you know, I like music too, but obviously we know that I'm super into science is also, and I was just the other day was reading an article about like why the songs from our high school years and like specifically it said from like the ages 12 to 22. So like obviously a little bit outside of high school, but really the core in the middle there is high school why they're so important to us and why they're so significant to us. Um, and that there's a couple different reasons. I mean, there's a lot of brain science that goes into the different parts of your brain that get activated by music and create those memories. Um, but also in that phase of your life, you're like really developing your self image. And so like these songs are like part of who you are um, and your, the, the hormones that go through your body at that time 
tell your body that everything going on in your life is so important. That's why a lot of times teenagers get that like rep of like being over dramatic about things, but it's because it's, it's biological that everything is so important. And so that music that you listen to during these stages that you all right now in your life, the music you're listening to right now are going to mean so much to you later on because they're doing the nostalgia and just the way that you felt during the times that you were listening to that are going to bring you right back to like Dr. P's story there. And I can think of all the time when I, when I first got my driver's license, I made a, a mix CD because like those were things. I'm kind of old and not super old, but CDs hey, were a it, thing and you burned it, your it, own CD. A mixed tape for me, a mixed yeah. tape. See, I'm not that old. I made a mix CD. Um, but like, I remember getting my driver's license and making that first mix CD. Whenever I hear songs from that CD, it always brings me back to like getting my driver's license, driving on my own, like ripping down <laughs> the streets of Elgin, Illinois. Um, but like, just yeah. having that like independence and that like start of like my adult-ish kind of life there where you felt like I could go to Taco Bell whenever I want now. Um, and so okay. that music plays a big part in who we are and the age of the people that we're talking to with our guests today. So I would love to hear mm -hmm. from our guests, like what music means to you right now or what kind of some of your favorite music is right now, maybe. Yeah, that's awesome. Let's, let's do that. Let's start there. Favorite music. What are you listening to right now? Okay. Like, let, let's do that. Let's do that. What, what was the first thing you asked them, Ms. Pelletier? Just like what music, like why they love music, what it means to them and like what okay. their favorite music is. Why you love music, okay. And then I, I'm going to, we're going to ask you a second question. Like if we were to pull up your iPhone right now, what would your playlist, what would be on there right now? Like what are you listening to right now? And then a song that maybe helps you with some stress relief. And then, and then I'll, sh we'll share with you also. So, so why music? I mean, what, what, what does it do for you? Jocelyn, you want to start us off? Yeah, so similar to Miss Pelletier, I feel like I started connecting more to music when I started driving, like specifically music with words, like through band, it's obviously like orchestra stuff. And I always listen to a lot of that. But when I started like listening to the um, songs with words is when I started to like drive and I had a CD too, because we didn't have an aux cord. So <laughs> I have a CD and it's on my this playlist and it's all in Spanish. But I like after driving around with that CD, I know all the words to the, like all the songs now, basically. So whenever I'm feeling a little down or a little unmotivated I always put on this playlist by Juan Gabriel it's in Spanish actually and I just blast it in my car and it changes my day completely I That's feel so happy and it's such a good playlist but I just love music because it just brings me back to those memories where I can like let loose and be free awesome that reminds me of too like I have songs on my high school playlist from my Spanish teacher playing Spanish songs in class that I don't know like what every word is meaning, but like, I took enough Spanish to like get a nut, but like I don't have to know because it like brings you back to those times where you were like, you know, having good happiness and good memories with your friends in high school. And so, yeah, I love it. Awesome. Yeah, so true. I love, I love that you, you, you both talked to like how it brings you back. And I think I mentioned that too, but you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm 50 years old and you know, I can think back to when I was 18 and what I was feeling at that time based on a certain song. So it's so powerful, right? Ariana, how about you? Share a little bit. Why music? What does it do for you? Uh, I really love music because it allows, like, I feel like it allows me to express emotions that I always know how to put into words. Like, it does it for me. And I think that just makes it really special to me. Also, music is fun. Just, like, it allows you to let loose and do whatever. For sure. Love that. It, that's so true. Expressing emotion. That is, that is so true. 
I love that. Good, good answers. Hey, Josh, how about you? You know, I think it's difficult to say why you like something. You know, I can't really tell you why I like something. I just kind of do. And I try not to get like too deep or poetic with it. And I guess for me, it would just be, you know, being with my friends and, you know, making a sound. And I don't know, it's just been fun. And I like, maybe that's why I'm not a very good uh, at making music myself is because I'm not super poetic or, you know, emotional about it. But I don't know. I just have fun making music. I can't really tell you why I do. I just do. <laughs> so which, which type of music do you like? What's, what do you listen to right now? Um, for me, I like to, you know, change things up a bit. And, you know, I think everyone's like that, you know, depending on your mood, you, know, you might want to change music. But I always see myself coming back to 80s, 80s, anything. I just love the sound of the 80s, I like rock, even country, you know, pop. I just, there's something about 80s that I just love so much. Maybe I lived through the 80s in a past life or something. Who, who knows? But I just keep coming back to anything 80s. I absolutely love it. Make it sound like the 80s was so long ago since so it was a past life, but you know, <laughs> you know, definitely I was not alive in the 80s. I'm going to point that out. But Dr. Oh my goodness, what? I know. <laughs> but I think yeah. you graduated high school a couple of years ago, didn't you? It was more than a couple, but we'll go. I'm turning 31 this Wednesday, so, you know, it's fine. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, writing that down, writing yeah. that down. 31st birthday, coming up on the announcements. I mean, I got to celebrate my 30th, like, right before the pandemic happened. That was the Not last true. big gathering we had when that, I'm like, wow, it's a year later. Like, I'm a whole year older, but we didn't really do much this year. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Hey, I, Josh, I like that point about how, you, you know, you can't really say why. I totally get that. You know, like the, the, there's just some things that music hits you and you're, you, you're like, oh, man, that sounds really, really good. I, I don't know why, but it just it moves me. Right. Some of it moves you to tears even, you know, like that's why I like watching American Idol. Like I, I know you may think it's cheesy, but that is one of my favorite shows ever. Like some of those voices bring me to tears. I just love that show. So, hey, Teresa, last but not least, no, no, we got to go to Miss Berger, too. Talk, tell, talk to us. Why music? What do you love about it? What are you listening to? I think that the big word when it comes to music is communication, whether it be different people from different cultures communicating through music or trying to think to people who are no longer with us and the kind of music they listen to, if you listen to what they did, it's really all about that communication and putting your heart and soul into it. And that's why I'm so drawn to it. And especially because I was raised in a very musical family. My mm -hmm. dad was a DJ back in the 90s in the Chicago rave scene. So he always nice. talks out, you know, back nice. in the day doing different parties. And, you know, I have so many different musicians in my family. My great grandpa actually used to be in a barbershop quartet. So, you know, it's, uh -oh. I think it's kind of. Uh-oh. We may have lost her. Is she frozen? Teresa, are you there? Oh, the struggles of. The struggles of communicate hey, communication. Yeah. <laughs> I love that she said that because I think music is the considered like one of those universal languages that like you don't even have to understand the words that are being said. If you, some music doesn't even have words, but we can all understand how the sounds feel make us feel. Oh, true. Teresa, are you back? Yep. I'm sorry. I think we lost you at barbershop quartet, but that was so awesome. Yeah, um, what I was saying is that I think it just runs through my veins and that, you know, it's just something that you can communicate with those who are no longer with you and those who still are and just really understand each other with it. 
It's so good. So good. Miss Berger, you're up. I mean, I mean, I, I, so for you, Miss Berger, I, I kind of want to know, you know, um, about Tri-M for you and, and how you got involved because you weren't at first, you know, that like wondering about, Hey, is there a sponsor picked up yet for Tri-M? And there wasn't yet. And you were like, I'll do it. And so what's been your experience so far? Well, okay. So I, yeah, I felt they needed a sponsor. I was like, sure, why not? Um, They know a lot more about music than I do. I'm going to be honest, but, but I love music. Um, So I, and it's interesting that we have a lot of choir and band kids in uh, try am, but my background actually in music is in dance, so I incorporate music into like movement, um, and I, I basically danced my whole life, and so for me, I, I might, and it's funny because they're awesome with oh, you know, all the musical flaps and all the things that I clearly don't know, but I love music and I've always used it to express myself with through dance, and um, so I, you know, music's fantastic and it. it was what I used to cope, you know, it's just a great coping strategy and then incorporating the dance into it. It's just another way of expression. Um, and honestly, music got me through grad school and college because it helped me focus because that's what helps me uh, focus on whatever I need to do is just putting, you know, earphones on and, and just sticking with even if that song's on repeat. So I don't know as much as these guys about music, um, but I, I do love music. And like I said, I it, it's just a different I, it's a different type of expression for me in terms of incorporating the, the dance to it and the, the movement to it. So, um, so I do love music. And so, yeah, I love being a part of this group and all the kids are amazing and they do such amazing things. So I just, I just go along for the ride because they really are, they, they just do everything. They're awesome. They're amazing. So I'm lucky. That's oh. awesome. I think music is so unique in that way where it's like, you don't have to know how to play it to appreciate it, you mm-hmm. know? you don't have to know how to make it or there's all these different ways to like, you know, whether you can professionally dance or if you dance in your car, like I do. And I look like a crazy person. I have to stop as soon as I get into McHenry in case somebody sees me in my car. But you know, I've got that nice stretch from Woodstock that nobody can see me so I can belt out in the car. But like, I'm not good, but I still, it still makes me happy. And I don't really care if I'm good at it, you know? Hey, that's so true. I, and I got a feeling like, you know, Jocelyn talked about jamming down the road, turning up the music and, I got a feeling she doesn't care if anyone can see her rocking out <laughs> on the highway, you know? <laughs> so It helps you like free those inhibitions a little bit, you know, make you yeah, just love it. be yourself. You know what? I, th- I wonder if, and, and we didn't, you did, you saying that really brought this to my mind. So I'm interested in hearing what anyone thinks about music and freeing inhibitions. You know, like as a teenager, I was very conscious of what people thought about me and they probably weren't even thinking about me. Right. So I'm just wondering, do you feel like, like that, like that helps you kind of break free and like lose your inhibitions and, and don't care. Does music have that effect on people or can it? I just wonder, anyone can answer. Or does being like, you know, how they're playing, does it make them more stressed and critical of themselves? Like, because they want to be perfect and make sure they perform at the concerts and everything. Like, how does that weigh and balance on you all? Whoever wants to jump in, go ahead and start. Um, I feel like it can go, you know, either way. I assume you're talking about like music, like listening to it, you know, what effect it could have. Like if you're listening to like rock or something or like metal, you'd probably feel, at least I do, I feel more powerful or, you know, like rap or something. It might make you feel like stronger than, you know, you probably really are. And that could be a confidence booster. But if you're listening to like a lot of sad music, that will probably just 
put you down or make you read too heavily into the words, you know? Wow. But then, yeah. Um, yeah, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> don't do that. You're right. Okay to feel feelings. <laughs> but that's true. Like, what, what about you, you? You know, you're all musicians or vocalists. I mean, what, what do you think about that question that Ms. Pelletier threw out there as well that kind of twist on what I was saying um, about the pressure that you put on yourself? Do you feel a lot of pressure to, 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 to be perfect? because of because of or or in despite of in spite of being a musician i mean talk about that a little bit i mean i think everyone kind of feels like they need to be like perfect in like a certain way i don't feel like i mean music has made me realize that you know if you put the work in you know it'll pay off like when i was younger everyone would tell you that but what the heck does that mean you wouldn't really understand that um just because you're so young you don't have that life experience of you know going out or doing something, or at least I didn't. So <laughs> I think it's, you know, helped a lot to see that, you know, I can change things. I just have to put in the work. And I think music has helped, you know, my self-confidence and whatnot. Wow. That's good. Anybody else want to weigh in on that? Um, yeah, I think like when performing, it's like, it's easy to become really critical, especially when things aren't sounding the way you want it to sound. So like, although like in your car, like music can like, be like it's a place where you can just like let loose like sometimes like in a practice room or something like it can be a little frustrating when you're working on something and it's just not turning out but then like once you're with uh, playing with other people and you realize like you're not striving for like that perfection it's like the emotion that you can create like that feeling when everyone feels the music like climax and it's just like it usually like brings me to tears like when we have like a big concert and things like that like that's what we're working for and even though like in the practice room it can be like oh I can't get that one measure to sound perfect in the way I want like eventually it does transfer into the playing and it does sound better and that like brings more joy at the end. I love that I love that that you know that coming together with other people you all enhance each other and then it makes you just part of this bigger something that's bigger than just you as a solo performance um and there's a lot of power to that i think ariana i saw you were kind of agreeing there would you like to add uh yeah i really i really enjoy like despite the fact that uh i tend to make quite a few mistakes i think it's really satisfying once you fix them and then you hear everything together and it sounds really awesome and it's just like Jocelyn said, that that moment where it's like, wow. Like, oh. wow, we, we made this sound and it sounds really cool. Wow. Really kind of brings the, the group together, you know, when you hear it afterwards and it just sounds so good, whether you're singing or playing an instrument. You know, in my in my case, singing in a in a band, I'm gonna I'm gonna hop to that, jump to that real quick. Just singing in a band, and we went into the studio uh, at one point. I think I was 19 or 20 and um, singing alone in a sound booth for, for a vocalist because I was a vocalist. And um, it sounds so strange just by yourself because, you know, you're not playing with the other instruments. Um, but then when all, everybody played their part and the mixer produced it and put it all together, it's like, holy cow, we made that sound. Like, we, that is so good, right? Whether or not anyone else likes it, it sounds so good. You know, you, you don't have to worry about that. It's up to yourself. It's you. you. You have to like it. That's all. Right. Teresa, I see you nodding. I know you're a fellow vocalist. Do you want to add to that one too? 
Yeah, and I feel like that goes back to what I said earlier with that communication. It's everyone coming together and collaborating. And I personally am a huge perfectionist. When my voice doesn't sound the way I want it to, I get so frustrated and I sit there and I keep kicking myself. But lately, I've just kind of learned to adapt and learn to focus more on the emotion more. And I've sounded so much better, I feel like, and I'm a lot more confident in the way I sound. And I feel like then when I collaborate with other people, it works so much better because I'm putting myself out there and I'm putting my emotion into it and how I feel, not what I want to get out. That's wow. great. I think that these lessons that you learn from this like, are so applicable to all parts of life then too, you know, being able to put yourself out there in other situations besides just your music and being able to do in, in your future careers and just in your personal relationships with people and being able to not worry so much about what other people think once you get that confidence in one area of your life, I think it translates to other parts of your life too. Mm. I'm sure Ms. Berger can probably agree in a way in on that aspect. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, like I, I think that, you know, like I said, with dance, it's always been so um, there's that connection that you have and it, it's just fantastic to like have that feeling, have that emotion, have that connection. So, yeah. Wow. Hey, talk to me, talk to us a little, let's, let's, let's talk a little bit about the pandemic, right? And so we're, we're almost at the one year mark and luckily, we're, uh, we're starting to see light at the end of the tunnel. People are getting back into school. I, um, I, I, people are getting vaccinations. I love that. Um, so does anybody have a pandemic playlist, though? Like, do you have a pandemic playlist that you put together? I do. And I have a couple of them. And um, I didn't create it on a cassette tape this time. It was in my Spotify, my playlist. I have a cassette player still, do you? Do you? I, I have a cassette player still, yeah. Yeah, see, see, <laughs> Teresa does too. <laughs> I do have a cassette player. I don't, I don't, my, have, I don't know if I have a cassette still. First cassette, see these things, you remember these things? My first cassette, my best friend in sixth grade made it for me for my birthday and it was the Enrique Iglesias album. <laughs> That came out wow, because we were obsessed with him because you know we were like 11 and that's appropriate but you know like i don't know i just i remember like that that's just crazy how much mem how much of your memory is triggered by music because i remember these things oh wow that's so true i think my first cassette was probably motley crew a motley crew mm -hmm. Cassette the tape. first CD that I bought, and I embarrassed myself with this. Okay, so there's a story. The first CD I bought with my own allowance money was Instinct, No Strings Attached, because like, duh, like I was born 1990, nice. so like that's the, the the CD you're gonna buy. And at one point in my life, I actually met Joey Fatone, one of the members of Instinct. For those oh, of you wow. that don't know, and I felt the need, you know, in my like, oh my god, celebrity moment, to tell him that the first CD I ever bought was a CD was No Strings Attached, and he was like, oh wow, that's great. And I'm like, wow. Like, why do, I, why do I open my mouth? Why, why do I do these things? NSYNC was my first concert, so I'm right with you. There we go. <laughs> yes, Team NSYNC for sure. Wow. Yep. Team NSYNC, the two of you. My sister liked Backstreet Boys. It was like our like rivalry always growing up. 
And they're like, who? Justin Timberlake was in sync. Okay, so that's. Yeah, I love JT though. He's good. <laughs> he's, that's some talent right there. That man, yes. man can act and sing. He, right? He's good. Right? He's good. Right? My dad always had, we, so I, another music memory. Every Sunday on the way to church, Breakfast with the Beatles was on in the car. Oh, and yeah. we, we were always like, well, one day there's going to be a Breakfast with the Backstreet Boys, dad. And he's like, no, no, there's not. Like, they're not the Beatles. But now I all the time, I'm like, but Justin Timberlake does all this stuff. He's like the number one, like, singer, like, male singer, like, great. Grammy winning actor, all this stuff. And he's like, it's still not the Beatles, which I agree. Like I'm not, but like when you're like 10, you're trying to fight with your dad and say that your music's better than the Beatles, which like, obviously not, but I ended up naming my son after a Beatles. So like, you know. Yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. Harrison. If anyone yeah. Wanted to I, know. Guess, I guess he won. My dad won that <laughs> argument. <laughs> he did win. Sounds like he won. Sounds yeah. like he won. So the pandemic though so how has how has music or has music whether it's listening to it singing it playing it taking your mind off of things and helped you through or maybe it hasn't helped you through i mean can anyone speak to that about whether or not playing singing or just simply listening to music has helped you through the pandemic or or maybe it hasn't has it helped you to de-stress at all i mean what is it what has it done for you during the pandemic specifically Anyone want to take a stab at that? I think it's helped to distress a little bit. Like one of my favorite things to do is like take my playlist and like just stay up to like 12 o'clock and like just lay there with my headphones on listening to the music. And it's like very surreal, but it's also very like stress relieving mm. in a weird way. It's not weird no, at all. Real. It's not weird. <laughs> it can relieve stress. You're absolutely right. Yep. So good. How about you, Josh? Um, so music has helped me in not so much like a listening aspect and like stress relieving, but like more of like, you know, getting things done. Like, you know, I'm so used to having an instrument, you know, I need to go home and I need to go practice. So I think that's kind of helps with like online schooling, just, you know, having that weight on me that I need to get things done. I need to go home and get things done. So I think if I hadn't practiced an instrument, it would at least be, you know, more difficult to get like some of that online schooling done. You know, because mm. I'm just used to that lifestyle. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So true. What about you, Teresa? Anything to add to that? Yeah, as a songwriter, I definitely use that as my outlet. Um, a lot of the stuff I write about is what's going on during that time. And I use a lot of that emotion to go into whatever it is that I'm writing that day. So that's definitely increased. I've done a lot more writing than I did prior to COVID. And I do make a lot of playlists, which is something I didn't do prior. And I have this one, which is made specifically for just like laying on my bed and staring at the ceiling. So I get it with just listening to music and spacing out for a while. That's great. I mean, yeah, the, one of the things we would talk about with silver linings of the pandemic is a lot of people have a lot more time and like being able to, especially during these times where we're kind of in this isolation, you take time to reflect on what's going on and that for you translating into songwriting is so cool. I love that so much. Yeah, yeah I love that. And you know what I was thinking, um, just laying there and zoning out and just listening to, to music. There was a uh, LA Times or New York Times article in the Sunday paper uh, just two or three weeks ago with this picture of Clint Eastwood, the actor, lying on his back at his home with big headphones, kind of like you have on Ariana right now, and just listening to, to, to music. And they talked about like, put the volume up to eight, don't like perfect volume for headphone music. 
and I tried it. I went home and I tried it because I have earbuds, you know, that I use for running and I listen to music when I'm running, but I can't run with those big things on, right? So those are perfect for listening and they just do something else to you. Like, you know, like they transport you, you know? It's just such a different feeling and a different vibe when you when you have the tunes up to a certain volume and you just don't think about anything else, you know? There's value in doing nothing except listening, right? There's such value in that. So, so many people think you have to be doing something, you know, like multitasking. And we all know, as Ms. Pelletier, she's a science teacher, that multitasking is actually bad for you. Am I right about that? There's scientific proof about that. I mean, maybe. I'm not really the expert on that field. But um, I mean, sometimes it's like we have to multitask to get through things. But yeah, I think there's, I think that's something that I'm taking personally away from this is slowing down, like stop doing so many things. Like you can focus on one thing at a time and appreciate those like individual things at a time. And then when we're doing so many things at once, we miss moments. It's very like Ferris Bueller-esque, you know, where it's like, what life passes you by, like, you know, kind of thing. And I'm hacking the quote I know right now. But um, like, I think it's important to, to really just like sit and listen to music. You're going to appreciate the song so much more if you just focus on just listening to that. And when you cancel, if you close your eyes and you're not around everything and you cancel out other senses, it heightens your other senses. So you really hear more of that song. And I think it's just so cool. So true. So true. <laughs> Such great, such great stories and such great um, um, memories. And so I appreciate you all sharing this afternoon. Um, so let's talk about Triumph for just a minute. And then, oh, wait, before we get to that, Ms. Berger, I want, can you talk about the virtual calming room a little bit? And and because uh, that's new to the district. And um, in case people don't know about this virtual calming room, I mean, where did this come from and how can people access it? So in all honesty, I totally stole the idea from another Great, great. <laughs> to be quite honest. Um, I heard about it and I looked it up and I loved it. And I'm like, we need this. So with the team, um, you know, we, and tech help because let's be honest, we needed that. <laughs> um, but we put it together. And um, so part of the virtual calming room is the, the music piece. So there's sounds and there's music because it does, whether it's just sounds like nature or um, thunderstorms or, you know, or just peaceful piano music. But on the, on the virtual calming room, there's, there's the ability to access that. So if you need just something relaxing or even like focus music, there's that on there as well. Um, and it, it's just, Again, it's a way for people to, it doesn't have every type of sound on there, but it's a way for people to kind of start like understanding, does music help me calm down? Does music help me cope with this? And there's other things on there too, right? Um, there's, you know, yoga and um, for, you know, guided imagery and body scans and whatnot. So there's a lot of great things, but music is definitely a big part of it because again, we know that music can help us just whatever emotion we're feeling, it can help. Um, so you can access it on the, actually on the main page, because that was a big thing. We have, we do have, Student Services has another website, which we directly links to the virtual calming room, but what we found is that it's hard to access. So we wanted the virtual calming room to be very easy to access. So it's right on the main page, right next to Schoology and Skyward. So it's super easy to access and it says calming room. Um, so anyone can Great. access. 
Great, great, great. And you've gotten some good feedback about it already. I've heard people talk about it. And yeah. What a cool thing it is. Yeah, people have sent us pictures of what they've colored from the virtual calming room. It's been great. <laughs> so people are using it, which is awesome. Uh -huh. That's, yeah. that's awesome. We'll have yeah. to link it in the podcast description here. Absolutely. We we'll put it in the, we'll put in the notes. Perfect. So um, before we wrap up, I mean, is there, um, how, how do we, uh, is there a need to increase membership in Trium? I mean, do you, do you, are you, are we, is this a kind of a membership or kind of a, a, a organization where we're always looking for more members or is it, is it better off that it's small or, I mean, who wants to talk about that? I can tell and anyone can jump in. Um, we've, I mean, we increased our membership this year from last year. Um, so each year we've actually slowly increased our membership, which has been awesome. Great. And um, anyone can join. We do have a, a, an application process that, that students have gone through. So all of the students have had to apply. Um, they've had to meet certain requirements in order to get in um, because it is a, an honor society. Um, but, you know, it's been it's been awesome to see more students apply and we've also had more um choir so we've had more like diverse choir and band right not just band or not just so we've had and drama so there's a lot of mixed now we're seeing more um different musical piece you know people come in um and then that's been really great um but yeah we've actually increased we're always looking for new members because why not right um, but yeah, we've increased our membership, which has been really cool. So awesome. does awesome. anyone else want to jump in on that? I don't know. That about sums it up, huh? <laughs> awesome. Okay. Hey, um, before we ask you uh, maybe maybe a final question or two, is there anything that you, I, I know that um, in the pre-chat, pre we kind of talked about you wanting to ask maybe Ms. Pelletier and I some questions. So is there anything that you want to ask us? Come on, don't be shy. I know you want to know about my heavy metal days. Did you yeah, you should tell us about your band. I'm interested. I've never heard about this. You haven't? No, I have not. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's the first time I've heard of it, too. Really? Well, was there a mullet involved at all in this band? No, listen, no, no. There was no mullet. Oh, no mullet. <laughs> no mullet. I was, I was not a fan of mullets. But I did have... Um, uh, hair probably a little shorter than Teresa's and for our listeners out there you can't tell but she's got longer than shoulder length hair I'd say it goes down to probably the middle of her back and so mine was probably shoulder length or a little longer all around and and uh, listen some some kid came up to me when I was a junior in high school and said hey can you sing and uh, not knowing if I could or couldn't I said yeah of course <laughs> So I see. So that's how that's how it got started. And so he was like, "All right, well, you know, we I, I didn't know this kid, and uh, <laughs> some random stranger just comes oh, up to you and you lie yeah, to them." <laughs> literally, literally, it's probably because of how I looked. I wore a leather jacket, ripped blue jeans. I had long hair. I was new to the school. I transferred my sophomore year to a new school for my junior and senior year. And I grew my hair out because I went to a Catholic school prior to that. And uh, so I was like, you know what? I'm just going to change my whole look. And some dude asked me if I knew how to sing and I didn't know, but I told him yes anyway. 
And so we, we, he said, all right, well, we got, we got, a, we got a guitar player. We got a drummer. We got a bass player. That's me. And uh, now we got a singer. That's you. And so he told me where to go. I went over to his house. We jammed in his basement and it was a whole lot of fun. It was probably more scream singing than anything at the time. You know, it was a metal band, you know, the, the name was Hierarch, Hierarch. Hierarch. Was that like Hierarch. a math reference or no? Hierarchy, you know, a hierarchy. Oh. You know, it was a, more like a medieval reference. They were, very, oh. very yeah. So that was, that was my first high school band. And uh, I, I, I was, the band that we went into the studio with was called Sanity's Edge. And our first. Uh, uh, we were hardcore. Oh yeah, we were hardcore. Uh, we, we played, we played, uh, cover tune we wrote our own music but we played cover tunes like from megadeth and and uh, testament and maybe one metallica song in there i hate to admit that but <laughs> just yeah. so cliche right <laughs> well, it, is, it is but everyone played it at the time this was in yeah. the this is in the 80s so um but we played out we went into the studio we recorded a, an album and my favorite memory from that time i was about 19 years old i had a green buick regal and it had chrome rims and I was really proud of this thing even though it was green and I pulled up at the stoplight Miss Pelletier and I grew up in Elgin at different times in our life though so I was on Larkin Avenue Miss Pelletier mm -hmm. Larkin Avenue and McLean Boulevard I know right where that's at so I pull up next to this Trans Am and what's blaring out of his window but our music yes it's like a like that thing you do moment. <laughs> it was so cool. It's not like it was on the radio or anything, but he had it. Bought a cassette tape of ours, obviously. Hey, that's even better. They bought their yeah. tape. <laughs> yeah, they bought our tape, and he was cranking our music. So I was like, "Woo, we made the big time." Yeah. We didn't, we didn't but you know, <laughs> I'm here, and it's that's better than the big time. So that's all. Yeah. Exactly. Oh my gosh. So funny. I love that. But like, no wonder you have so many music memories. Like that was oh, yeah. such a big part of your life and such a big time in your life. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I, I wanted. I wish you could, viewers, I wish you could have seen the students' faces when he was describing what he was saying and what he did because they were like appalled and thought it was hilarious, like all in one face. It was great. <laughs> that was a lot of fun so that that's that's my band and and um yes if you ever come to see me in my office i i can play some of it for you because i still i ripped it from the cd onto itunes and there it is so boom that's my musical moment or if when your principal gets hired and you find out that he was in a metal band, you like super like hardcore Google search him to find the song to see. So I already knew about this before you even started. <laughs> because we were like, oh, we need this guy for staff infection. Like, is he good or is he not? We need this guy. So then you joined staff infection. We scouted you out and you didn't even know. Wow. The first and only time I've ever been scouted. Not for a job, but- for <laughs> I think that kid in high school kind of was a talent scout. I mean, he did come up to you and ask if he could sing. Somehow he That's knew. True. That's true. That's true. But yeah. Awesome. So there <laughs> it is. That's my story and I'm sticking to it. There you go. Hey, let's end with this today. I want to hear from each of you um, as we end the, the, the podcast today which by the way has been amazing amazing i think this is one of my favorites one of my favorite episodes so far and i can't wait for everyone to hear it but let's just go around a quick whip around the room and and let me hear which let us let us hear what you're hopeful for i know it's an open-ended question i just want to hear what are you hopeful for it could be anything in the world what are you hopeful for okay i'll start i'm hopeful that 
when we come out of this pandemic and we get back to quote unquote normal, that we really pay attention to the things that maybe we learned from the pandemic, you know, like it was horrible, but there are some things we learned, right? I think that we can, for example, and Ms. Pelletier, I've, I've mentioned this example a number of times, but I'm going to mention it again. When we did the senior parade last year, we, uh, so many people thought, why don't we do this every year? Like, this is something we could do every year. So, and everyone was like, well, yeah, why not? But that's something that we learned during this pandemic. It took a pandemic to realize that maybe we could be doing a couple more things, right? Some fun, but you know what? So, hey, Josh, I think you're the only senior in the room right now. So there may be a, a senior parade again this year. I know. I, I was just having a conversation the other day and somebody was like, are we having a senior parade? And I go, See? Jeff brings it up almost every podcast episode and every conversation I have with him. So, yes, I think we're having so excited a about it. I I know. It. I'm like, I'm pretty sure it's happening, guys. <laughs> so that's what I'm hopeful for, that we've learned some things from the pandemic that we can take away and, and apply. Who, who else? What are you hopeful for? Josh, you unmuted. It's because you were ready. Um, I guess I'm, you know, I'm hopeful that eventually it will not have to wear masks. Some people are Debbie Downers and they think that we'll be wearing masks for the rest of our lives. And uh, I'm, I'm, I would bet that they're wrong. So, and I'm also hopeful for that senior parade. I'm really looking forward to that. <laughs> yeah. We've really hyped it up now, but yeah. I don't, oh, think, yeah. We'll, I don't think we're wearing masks forever. I, I, agree. I think Fauci said it's not that long. Months, not years even, he said last time. That's heard. right. That's right. Teresa, how about you? What are you hopeful for? Anything at all? Definitely concerts. That's what I've missed the yes. most during COVID. Whether it be performing them or going to them. Prior to COVID, I've been to about 25 shows. And I just want to keep that number going up. And I want to be able to put myself out there and perform more. And have, you know, the different bands and choirs be able to go back to performing because I know that everybody really enjoys it. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. I have tickets for the Green Day Fall Out Boy Weezer concert. Yes. That was supposed to be last summer. Green Day is my favorite band of all time. My favorite high school times and everything. I'm like, Green Day, Fall Out Boy Weezer. That was my entire adolescence. Ooh. And I had tickets and it was supposed to be last August and it got postponed to this summer. So hopefully maybe I'm hopeful about that too, Teresa, for sure. Maybe. Well, the choir is working on uh, 21 Guns, so maybe we'll do that at the Ooh. Pops concert if we're doing a Pops concert. So if you're doing it, I'll be there. Or if it's live stream or whatever you're doing, I will be there. <laughs> Same. Have you seen Green Day before? Uh, this would be like my fourth time seeing Fourth time. Okay. Uh, they are one good show. They're the best. They're the best. They're the best. Last show before before we went into the pandemic, I saw um, it was a, two altcore bands. I don't know if anyone's heard of them. Beartooth and Motionless and White played together on the same bill. That's my last show in February before the pandemic hit. And what I'm most excited for is seeing Kiss <laughs> in full makeup and costume one last time because they're still play? What their final world tour? Oh, wow! I'm going to see them. I've never seen them before, and I'm 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 bound and determined. Go All right, on. Ariana, what are you hopeful for? Um, I'm really hopeful for, uh, oh wait, hang on, I did not work that right. Uh, I really <laughs> am hopeful that I will be able to, like, go to conventions because I wasn't able to go to what would have been my first convention last year because of COVID, and I was, like, really looking forward to it. Yes. What kind of conventions are you, uh, what are you going to go to? Um, Supernatural, because I love that show so much. 
Great. And it was supposed to be last year, and they moved it to this year. So hopefully. Yeah. That's awesome. I think you're going to get your wish sometime in the near future. Okay? Keep hopeful about that. Love it. Ms. Berger, what are you hopeful for? Well, so I'm hopeful for a new adventure that I'm going to be having in May um, with Ooh. my new baby that will be coming. Um, and I'm very hopeful, too, that we'll be able to see people because it hopefully will continue to, you know, we'll continue to get vaccinated and be safe and, and um, yeah, be able to incorporate people into the baby's life. I'm very hopeful. Love it. Excited Love that. it. You have a lot to look forward to, a lot to look forward to. Ms. Pelletier, everyone else said something. What are you hopeful for? Yeah, on that same note, you have, you have a lot to look forward to and a lot of sleep to lose as a new mom here that, my, you know, my baby being born in September of 2020, a 2020 baby. Um, and I was like, you know, when it's, I was pregnant, like two months pregnant when this all started. So I was like, oh, it'll be gone by the time he's born. So now I'm just hopeful that we can have a first birthday party for my little Harris yeah. and everybody oh, and be yeah. able to celebrate him and get people, you know, more involved in his life safely and, and be able to celebrate that we're, this is hopefully all over by next September. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. That's awesome. You're going to get that. I guarantee it. It's got to happen, right? I mean, if you said so, then I, you guaranteed it. So it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. <laughs> Any anytime there's an opportunity to have cake and to celebrate right. with babies, who right. doesn't love that? Right. Exactly. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right, Miss Berger, Teresa, Josh, Ariana, and Jocelyn had to leave us early, but her too. We're so thankful that you could come on with us this afternoon. Triam is amazing. You are amazing. Thank you for sharing your stories with us today. Teresa, I'm so glad that you knew what I was talking about when I said sticks. The band at Paradise Theater. I love that. And you're also nodding your head at me when I talked about Beartooth. I, it, gives I me, it gives me hope for our future generation. Hey, my first concert was Queensryche. So I was raised. Yes. <laughs> Queensryche. Jeff Tate has one of the best rock vocals in the world. In the world. You heard it here. Jeff Tate. All right. <laughs> All right, so happy for you and so thank you, thankful for you coming on the Warrior EDU podcast this afternoon. Ms. Pelletier, I'll see you next time. This one's been so much fun. I'll see you next so time. So much fun. Thank you, guys. All right, everybody.